on this episode of the Joseph Cortez Show. Jennifer and I discuss getting ready to go on vacation. I'm preparing to go on vacation for 12 days and leaving Jen in charge of my business. So uh, we are uh, going to give you some great tips, some practical tips, some fun stories about how to get ready for going on vacation as an entrepreneur. So I hope you enjoy. As always, if you like the show, please subscribe, tell your friends, and most of all, I hope you learn about how to get on vacation and you get to take one soon. So I hope you have a blessed day listening to this, and let's get going. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I can hear us, and we had a couple of technical difficulties right there at the beginning of this podcast. So, welcome to the Joseph Cortez Show. I am your host, Joseph Cortez, and sitting in front of me is my good friend. Uh, what's my name? <laughs> Jennifer. Jennifer. <laughs> it's been a long Jennifer day. Jennifer <laughs> We've had a great day. You've been up since like four in the morning. Yeah, that's my uh, that's my me time. Yeah, yeah. You get up four, go to the gym mm-hmm. sometimes. Most of the times. Yeah, most of the time. That's and uh, I've, I've been starting to get up earlier. I have this habit of trying to beat the sun right now. So I set my alarm for 30 minutes before the sun rises to um, to get out the door, walk the dog. And it's kind of a victory thing to go out and beat the beat the sun. It feels really good. Yeah, and the weather's so nice right now. Yeah, it is. It oh, is my nice. God. It was, it was 57 when I left this morning. Mm-hmm. And I had like shorts and a shirt, and of course, and the, uh, I'm not one of those guys that runs without a shirt on, like that old guy <laughs> that runs down to Everhart with the, oh yeah, with the beer belly, and I haven't seen could, him in a while. Yeah, I hope he's okay. Uh, I, he could probably run circles around me, so I'm not gonna make fun of him too much. But <laughs> <laughs> there used to be this old guy that did like the man, like the Walking Dead prance. It just the arms were down with like the hands. On Everhart? Yeah, it was kind of the old guy. I had a really, he's probably like a 50 inch waist, probably in his 60s. Yeah, he was Everhart guy. Yeah, yeah. Now there's the Hispanic Everhart guy that's mm-hmm. been runs around the country club, and then over here like wears like bright shorts and he's all tan and stuff. But oh wow, what time? Without a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I go to the gym with Jen. Uh, I think we talked about it last time, mm-hmm. and she likes to use the machines that face the pool. Yeah, and right in front of the machine she's at is the hot tub and the cold dip. Mm-hmm. And after about 45 minutes, we were done. But during that time, about six old dudes all <laughs> did their hot tub dips and their cold dips. And I'm like, now I know exactly why you picked the machine you do. She likes the older guys. Uh, no, I don't. Yeah. So if you're 65. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I just I just pretend I'm looking at a lake. Yeah, well, it's because I, mean, I, I get it. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be like in the second row. Because then you're looking at everyone's butt when you're walking or they're yeah. doing their thing, and you know too early too early to look at butts. Yeah, no, don't want to be butt checking it. <laughs> so that's the one thing I noticed about the athletic club was really interesting. Is it was what five thirty mm-hmm. when we went? Did we get there at five thirty? Yeah, I think it was like yeah. five thirty, five forty-five. And it was pretty empty. Like it was mm-hmm. nice. Like there was enough people there, but it was big, so you weren't on top of people. Right. Like a friend of ours is at the gym right now, and she said it's super packed. I uh, think we went pre-holiday, We did, too, right? yeah. But yeah. I've noticed, is it picked up since then? Or is there a lot more people there, or is it? Um, 
Yeah, when I left around six o'clock, there was it was pretty packed. But yeah. by five o'clock, it was just the serious people are there early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was nice. Yeah, so I mean, on my run this morning, there was just one other person. It was great. Everyone's taking their kids to school, so that's why I kind of typically go around six forty-five. Everyone, mm. that, everyone that has to be back taking their kids to school is already doing so. Mm-hmm. Gets them off the route. Gets the dogs. I try to limit the, the amount of dog exposure my dog gets on our runs. And <laughs> I just like to give a random blessing and try to limit the exposure she gets to other dogs, which may hurt her. I don't know. You know, we try to get her to, to behave, but she likes to think she can mount anything that comes within like 10 feet of her. <laughs> oh, I don't know much about dogs. Yeah, so female dogs like to pretend they're males, I guess. I, I don't get it. She gets like, she humps things. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't. So she likes the little dogs. She likes to control them and be all aggressive. And then the big dog, she likes to, to buck up and be like, I, I can handle you. And <laughs> I just don't get it. So it kind of ruins, ruins the walk. So, but speaking of walks, we're gonna, I'm going to be gone for oh 12 days. Gosh. And Jen has graciously offered to walk my dog every day. Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> but we're on there. You can't, you can't see Yes, it. I did. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Attached to the leech will be a bottle of Prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> like a little camel pack of Prosecco for you. My dog's going to be drunk on Yorktown. <laughs> so, yeah, but I'm preparing to be gone for 12 days. So we got some. We have a house sitter staying at the house. So if you're thinking about going over there, don't, don't. Somebody's going to be there all the time. And yeah. the big dog. And, and little cat. Little cat. Yeah, she. I think she's the one that's like misses us the most. Oh yeah, cat. Cats the dog know. has no sense of time. No, they just. No, actually, I think they do because they kind of like. Well, you come home at all different times of the day. She hears so. the brakes on my car. Yeah, <laughs> got to get those changed. We have. They're they're brand. They're in good condition. They just said we've had them checked multiple times and said sometimes brakes just squeak. Yeah, mine do too. Yeah, I know. Mm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm okay. I don't hear him from the inside. I'm jamming to my gangster rap. So I know Joseph <laughs> likes gangster rap, which is I never thought you would like gangster rap. Oh yeah, that was always the thing I would say. Like in like one of those icebreakers, if they said, "Hey, what's one thing people would never guess about you?" I was like, "I'm into hardcore gangster rap," and this is back like Easy A E and 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 uh, Master P and oh Ghetto Boys and uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop and. Those guys kind of commercialized it a little bit, but you know, it was the thug rap, man. Oh yeah, that's like the good stuff. Yeah, I love that little Yoda meme, that baby Yoda meme. It's like, this is my face going to get me some nuggies. <laughs> Listen to gangster <laughs> rap, talking about coke and pimps and hoes. Uh, I was like, that's me on a way to a listing appointment. Oh, I know. I, I was listening to some uh, gangster rap when we uh, went to our appointments today. Yeah, the song I listen to a lot is. Um, Who's Got My Money by Grant Cardone. Yes, the public speaker has a, has a song called Who's Got My Money, and it's awesome. And it's just about going out, making a sale, finding the people that have the money that you need to get. Uh, and it's not like taking it from them. It's like going and giving them a service, finding if you have the thought and you need the money, you will find it. Somebody's got it. And when you get that thought in your head, you will find it. So if you need money to go buy a property, you will find the person that can lend you the money. If well, you... I know who got my money at H-E-B. <laughs> yeah, I know who's got my money. It's the IRS. So holy crap. Uh, they got about 40, 50% of it. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's... You make $10,000, $20,000 a month and they take 40% of it. 
And then if you're self-employed, it's actually more. Oh, yeah. Screw Uncle Sam. Yeah. Well, no, he screws us. Yes. <laughs> Some, somebody get me a barrel. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so yeah, I'm getting ready to go out of town for, for a while. 12 days. 12 days, yes. So for the past few days, Jen and I have been working um, really hard to get organized. Mm-hmm. And there, there's something about getting ready to go on vacation mm-hmm. that just flips a switch in you that says, I need to get everything organized. I need to be on on point with everything so I can be relaxed and be gone. Do you feel relaxed to be gone? I feel like I'm better shaped than I would have been three days ago. Yeah. And that whatever comes up, I can handle it. Mm-hmm. And that I think we got enough going between the two of us that you know enough about what's going on. And then I have access to all the information. I think for me, it was just gathering all the information down in one place. We yeah. have all these tools, all these resources, but you know, when you have 20 something, 30 something clients, it's not always easy to input them. But we're still taking more. Oh yes, always. <laughs> Never too busy for your referrals. That's right. Yeah. It's like, the funny thing is the, the busier we get, the more organized we get and the mm-hmm. easier it is to handle more people. Uh, the time of showing people is a little tough, but we have more agents in the office to help with that. So oh, yeah, like definitely. I have you showing potentially some people and then I have another agent showing three or four yeah. uh, to alleviate that. So um, you didn't have to leave the baby alone so much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's a, she's a handful. Yeah. And she takes up a lot of my time, but I'm never too busy for your referral. Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> and that's the thing about, you know, us working together is we're, we got each other's backs. Yeah. And each other's deals. And it really does help. And it, uh, I think it also helps the customer to understand that there's two people there. Mm-hmm. And really, they don't understand there's more, uh, you know, with different services we employ and, and uh, transaction coordinator coming on the team. There's mm. It really takes a lot to get a deal done. It really does. Yeah. It's yeah. not like um, what you see on TV. No. It's not, you know, one agent can handle it if they only have a couple of deals going. But if you got a lot of business and you're in the game, and you're somebody who actually uh, does a lot of business, which is something your customer should want because mm-hmm. the people doing a lot of business have the expertise to solve problems, right. to help negotiate deals. If you're only negotiating one deal a year, it, it you yeah. don't have the skill set. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Versus somebody who's negotiating a deal every couple of days. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. It's like the, 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 the example that always comes up is you want the brain surgeon that operates once a quarter or the brain surgeon that's operating twice a week. That's yeah. That's that's a and good so one. So you want the the brain surgeon or plastic surgeon or like? Mm, yes, we do. Yeah. We want plastic surgeons. <laughs> <laughs> How come the people that say they want plastic surgery are the people that don't need it? I don't. I don't. That's a whole other podcast. We'll get. I'll leave that alone. Sorry, that's a bad joke. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. We just. Um, I don't know. I was about getting better. I guess. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. we're getting better 2020. Here we come. Happy yeah, that's New right. Year. It's a good year. So, yeah, so I'm getting ready to leave for 12 days because I'm going to the wonderful, wonderful place of Disney World. I'm super excited. I, I'm excited for you. You, But you had been there before. I didn't know I, you. Yeah, were... I'd been there on my honeymoon. That nice. was fun. We were there for like seven. We were in Florida for 10 days and I think in Disney for 10. Uh, we had a spalfing day. What's that? So it's a day which we haven't repeated very much. I kind of regret that. We need to do that more. Uh, Spaffing is where she goes to a spa and I go golfing. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That sounds really fun. Yeah. And, it, of course, the ultimate spaffing for me would be like she goes 
to the spa in the morning. I go play golf in the morning, and then we connect at the spa in the afternoon for a couple's massage. Oh, that would be nice. Yes, because I'm all about that. And get like that manicure, pedicure. Yeah, I just went metro on you. Uh, <laughs> and and just kind of end the day with a nice dinner. Oh, that's like a fun time. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's bef- before kids. Oh, I know. Now you're taking... Uh, now we're taking both kids. Seven? How old are you? No, nine and 11. Nine and 11. Yeah, okay. so how the whole Disney thing came up was uh, Ayla... A couple of years back was like, hey, uh, I want to go to Disney. I was like, yeah, we'll go when the time's right. You know, when you're a little bit older, both kids can handle it. And, and so she came to me last year and goes, hey, so about this Disney trip. Mm-hmm. They don't forget. <laughs> I was like, what <laughs> Disney trip? Oh, the one you promised to take us on. And I said, oh, okay. Uh, indulge me. And she goes, well, it seems to me that as parents, you would want to go when your oldest is still young enough to appreciate Disney. Mm-hmm. Your and your youngest is old enough to be able to handle all the stress of Disney. That is true. And she goes, "I think we're there." <laughs> and you planned it, and you're going. And we planned it, and I could not argue with her logic. I was like, "We have an 11 year old who's still, still very much, a, you know, a, a kiddish in many ways, and a teenager in many ways." And then we have a nine year old who's more than athletic and can get to manage the. Th- the park. So we're super excited about going. And it's going to be fun. Uh, Oakley has planned out everything. What I didn't know is that uh, you have to plan your fast passes six months in advance. Did y'all get them? Yes. So oh, we purchased cool. fast passes. You can use two every day. And then as soon as you use one, then you can start trying to use it again that same day. Oh, That's my cool. understanding. I could have that completely wrong. But we, I know six months prior to our date, you, have to, you can check in. And so that morning, at like six in the morning or five in the morning, she was fast passing. Oh, that is awesome. And we had awesome. a schedule fast pass for the whole trip. Oh, my gosh. She's like super organized. Oh, that beyond is awesome. organized. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, um, so are we going to go like on the Matterhorn and <laughs> <laughs> go see like a, the, 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 you know, the Animal Kingdom or whatever? And then five months, I think it was five months prior, we had to book all our restaurants. Oh, wow. So what are you looking forward to, to going to? Do you know where you're going? <laughs> <laughs> We're staying at the New Orleans, Port New Orleans Resort. Oh, okay. So I, I kind of, we went through all the different resorts that we could stay at. I mean, it's stupid expensive. Oh, yes. I it's, bet. it's a full commission. So if anybody needs to sell a $230,000 house in late January, please let me know. So, yeah, so it, it's it's pretty expensive. But we looked at, like, the kind of entry-level there's like entry level hotels and then there's on site hotels that have access to a lot of things. And then we had a travel agent, which really helped. Oh, that is yeah, that's a must. Do not do Disney without a travel agent whatsoever. Uh just super nice and, and gave us all the, the tips and tricks and helped us she came and met with us a couple of times. That is go awesome. over all the resorts and then we went on YouTube videos and looked at reviews of them. Oh and I gosh. I mean I part of me is like super excited about where we're going. We picked a place that the girls would like. That was fancy enough for them, had enough character stuff for them, that was reasonably expensive. Yeah. And then there was the places I wanted to go that were two or three thousand dollars <laughs> more. Like I wanted to go. Like there's a the French there's the Polynesian Resort, which is super nice. Oh my gosh. Which is you know probably another thousand bucks more. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the like the French Colonial place, which is super fancy. 
but that was three thousand dollars more and i'm like okay we'll go when we go back without the kids that's where we're going that is awesome it sounds really cool it's magical so i'm super excited because everything disney does is just top notch oh i bet and um with the kids having chronic pancreatitis Mm -hmm. their diets are super special so we worked with disney on um worked with disney on getting their meal plans Mm -hmm. prepped and different things going so it was just they're super stellar uh super stellar with just working with people about Mm -hmm. that so if you have food issues you just need to contact them early enough to let them know nice well y'all have fun yes yeah you survive yeah i'll I'll try i'll try my best you know um i'm a little nervous but i think i got it i'm nervous Mm -hmm. too i mean not that you're not not that i'm leaving (laughs) stuff in your hands and so i've never been gone this long I know, 12 whole days. Yeah, so there was a few years ago, um, and and kind of the purpose of this episode was to talk about getting prepped for a vacation as a business Mm -hmm. owner. It was a few years ago where I went to uh, Oakley, earned a trip to Mexico, and I went for 10, we went for 8 to 10 days, I think. With her 31. 31 when she was, 31 gifts. If you still want to order 31 gifts, you can go to oakleysbags.com. And, um, I had just hired a new assistant, uh, Miss Elizabeth, back then, mm-hmm. who I miss. Shout out, Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, she had been there maybe two months. And I said, here's the deal. I'm going to leave you my phone. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I didn't think about doing that with you. Uh, who am I going to call? <laughs> no, no, no. It was to take all the calls. But I was out of the country. That's the only reason I did that. Oh, I see. I'll still be in the country this time. So so I, we were going to Mexico. I left her my phone and said, this is yours. And it wasn't necessarily the phone calls. It was the text messages. Oh, yeah. Because there was no responder for text messaging back then. Mm. And it's still hard to do now. But it was not a – there was no way to say, hey, thanks for texting me. Please text Elizabeth. Right. It was – text and then you don't answer for 10 days and people are pissed and you lose customers and whatever and now especially in 2020 2020 everybody text yeah and they say like was the jokes kind of like hey leave me a voicemail if you never want me to get back to you (laughs) because i check those once a year uh but send me a text if you want to get a hold of me and so i but i left her my phone and that was ideal and then I took a, I had a second, a backup phone that I took with me that had Wi-Fi calling. So when I was at the resort, I'd call her twice a day, check in, checked my email, you know, twice a day. And then it was like, gave myself time to go get, uh, have some fun on the beach with the free resort alcohol. Oh my gosh. You were, uh, uh what, what do you call this? Spa in Yeah, we weren't spa. Actually, we spoffed <laughs> there too. That was, oh my God. That was so awesome. Cause we were at the Hard Rock Resort. Oh, in Puticana. Oh, no, that was in Mexico. We went to the Hard Rock uh, Riviera Maya. Oh, my gosh. Pulled up here on the computer and make Jen jealous. I think I want to take a vacation now. I want to get busy and then, you know, yeah. just go on a vacation. Um, yeah, then I'd have to, have to cover your business. <laughs> I want to go to Vegas. There's a Hard Rock Resort there, too. Oh, I want to go to Vegas so bad. Never, I'd love to gamble. I've never been to Vegas. So Hard Rock Puticana is the Caribbean thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has a has a casino. Oh my gosh, I'm there. <clears throat> and I I went hardcore on the gambling when we did, went. That we, we so we went twice to Mexico, and then we went to the Hard Rock uh, Punta Cana. Well, that's an interesting picture. Oh, hello. Yes. <laughs> uh, so the one thing about the beach in Punta Cana is that you um, 
Yeah, sand fleas. But, uh, yeah, so in preparation for all these, I kind of left my phone. I took a vacation phone that had Wi-Fi on it, and um, and it was really just – it was really cool. And the the thing to do as a business owner to get prepped for being gone is to get super organized. Mm -hmm. So for each client, I, we wrote down information. We wrote down – I wrote down contact information. I prepped the client, hey, this is who's my backup while I'm gone. If they need, if they need to know. If you're not gone very long – your clients don't necessarily need to know you're gone. They just right. need to know that, hey, uh, this person's, if they can't get a hold of you, they have somebody to get a hold of. So mm -hmm. uh, us operating as a team, they have that non, whether I'm here or not. And right. So they're prepped for that. And uh, so you just kind of want to get yourself prepped for for those things. Uh, having email mm -hmm. access where you're at, because you can't completely take time off. I don't think that's like realistic. Uh, Mark Cuban and yeah. uh, the Tesla guy. Uh, I don't know who that is. Elon Musk. Mm, okay. They both say kind of like they don't vacation. <laughs> they just work from a different place. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, yeah. They are, they're very hard workers. And so what it is is kind of the best. You know, here's the spa in Punta Cana. Oh, my that God. That is a spa pool? Yeah, that's the spa pool. Um, oh. So Jen forgot first rule of uh, podcast is cell phone goes silent. But It was my alarm. Oh. To get my French fries. The freezer. Oh, yeah. The thaw <laughs> alarm. So, hey, if you want to go do that and... Uh... <clears throat> I already took them home. Oh, you took them home? Yeah, remember I came in? Oh, that's right. So, anyway, so, yeah, so you would kind of want to prep, get organized completely so people can... Um, the people you're leaving with your stuff have it. You want to make it as easy as possible on your mm -hmm. team to support you yeah. and support your client. Because if you don't, if you're disorganized going out of town, then it's going to make it stressful on everybody. Most importantly, you. Like, I knew I can leave mm -hmm. and that Jen has access to information that she needs. And so that's a really, a really cool thing. Um, and we have a friend that travels very, uh, a lot during the the year oh, yeah. she go, she's, she's gone right for now. like yeah she's like in amsterdam so she um is gone for like a month but she organizes everything oh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i didn't know that would play <laughs> i started playing a video and it shot right into the headphones um so uh, <laughs> we'll change that uh so yeah she's gone quite a bit and goes out of town mm -hmm. and just you, having that backup person is really important. Yeah. And so prepping your clients. So the, if I could give just a couple of tips for prepare is get organized mm -hmm. with all your client information. If there's daily tasks that need to get done, they need to, whoever's backing you up needs to be trained on those. Yeah. Um, it, you got to eventually get to the person that's going to think like you mm -hmm. and say, okay, well, if Joseph was here, he would answer it this way. If yeah. Jen was here, she would answer it this way. And then let the clients know what's going on. And because it makes you look more professional when you have backup. Mm -hmm. The worst thing for me is when I'm dealing with another agent and then they're gone and it's like, oh, I've been out of town for three days. Yeah. I haven't been able to respond. Well, that's a bunch of crap because my client doesn't care that you're out of town. Your client doesn't care that you're out of town. You need to be professional and have somebody have your back or be accessible. Yeah. And I've always wanted somebody to like answer the phone and be like, she cannot talk right now. Can, uh, you, um, can you give me a second? Let me go buzz her in or just, yeah. you know, I, I'd like to get... You have to get through somebody to get to me first. So, well, that's a whole, that's a whole other thing, man. Um, it's uh, having a gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. And, um, and having that gatekeeper is something that we're going to put in place soon. So, so yeah, having, having yourself organized so your team knows where you're at. Mm -hmm. Having that, um, that 
access to your to your information, having your client understand what's going on is is vital. And then most importantly, you got to get to a place where you can free up your mind a little bit and be like, yeah. okay, I am out of town. I don't have to respond as quickly. Yeah. And the one of the amazing things that happens when you're out of town is the fact that you realize that everything you struggle you you do daily is not as important as you think it is. And that you can start outsourcing things and you can start yeah. doing that. And then you got to get to the place of, okay, how can I afford to do this on a daily basis mm-hmm. to where I'm not the one answering every question or I'm not the one answering all the phone calls and get that gatekeeper like you were saying. How can yeah. I afford that? And that's the next step. That's the next podcast. Yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> as soon as I figure it out, I'll let you know. But the idea is actually just getting more business mm-hmm. and, and doing that. So That yeah. was good. Yeah. Good podcast. Good, good, good podcast. Good way to... Um, Enter the new year. Yeah, 2020. Starting a vacation 20, with, at the beginning of the year is really odd, but we picked Florida in January for a specific reason. It's going to be about 70 and 80 degrees when we're there. Oh, it's going to be so and nice. And not as busy. So uh, so in preparation for Disney, i got to get home and get packed. Yeah, i got to get packing. home. And you got to get home and... My cats are probably... Cooking your french fries. Yeah, i got to cook some french fries and make some, uh, some brisket sandwiches tonight. Uh, so Nice. Yeah, and Lennon's probably waiting for me at home. Too, I'm sure so. she is. So. <laughs> All right, Feeks, people, uh, thanks for uh, listening. We are uh, going to take a week or two off. Yeah. But we probably have some episodes pre-recorded we're going to launch. See, that was professional podcasting right there. <laughs> 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 we're going to get this down one of these days. So, hey, but thanks for listening. Uh, hope you get a vacation soon. If you're an entrepreneur, there is not a badge of honor from not taking vacations. It's the entrepreneurs that take vacations. Mm-hmm. Uh several times a year to get some time off are the ones that succeed because they avoid what uh, mental burnout and they get some time yeah. off to actually think. That's about the only time you That's get true. to think. Cause I'll do more thinking on this Disney trip about the business and I'll come back so fired up that I'm going to have to take it slow and, and one thing at a time. So, all right. Well, till the next one, save the kitties, save the kitties. <laughs> so, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.